Now, we've been talking a lot about councils this week. We all head to the polls in just 44 days. That's the local government elections. Bill and Sophie have been doing a fantastic job on 4BC mornings and afternoons, profiling some of the candidates in Brisbane. Now, you will have heard the Greens Lord Mayoral candidate, John O'Shree, earlier today. That chat will be up on 4bc.com.au or the 4BC app. Make sure you take a listen. Interesting stuff. But I want to now look at Logan. Now, last week on this show, former Labor federal politician Brett Raguse announced his candidacy for the mayoralty with just seven weeks left to state his case. It's a big ask. Historically, voters don't like change. Uh, of course, Darren Power, who's the incumbent, is vacating the post. Now, it becomes particularly interesting in Logan because you've got Councillor John Raven, who's also running, and he's uh, widely tipped to be next in line. Of course, he's served as Deputy Mayor from 2020 to 2022. Councillor Raven has requested the opportunity to come on 4BC Drive in response to my interview with Brett Raguse, and I'm pleased to say he joins me now. Councillor Raven, thanks for your time. G'day, Brett. How you going, Mark? Thank you very much. Now, um, what's your main message for Logan residents? Well, Logan is amazing. Everyone who lives there knows that. We're the youngest, fastest growing and most diverse city in the state. You can't move people or products throughout southeast Queensland without coming through our city. Um, and no one can, can compete with that. Like, that's our unique advantage. But that potential doesn't get realised by accident. We've got a lot of hard work to do over the next 20 years if we're going to protect the parts of Logan that we love while transferring, transforming the areas that still need work. Okay, so uh, Brett Raguse, uh, he's been quite critical of Logan's approach to infrastructure. Here's some of what he told me. Brett, some big issues in Logan. Uh, infrastructure in particular, yep. a very growing, you know, a, 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 a real growth corridor for the state. Um, Absolutely. Do you believe that governments, whether federal, state or at local level, have properly serviced the infrastructure requirements for Logan thus far? Well, look, I, I can say quite profoundly no. I mean, and it's it's very much about, and I'll get back to the representation. Um, and, you know, at the state and federal level, of course, it is political. I mean, there's different parties that have different platforms, one's in government, one's not. And having that connection with government, both state and federal, is very, very important for certainly the the mayor of Logan because of we've we've suffered, I think, in not getting the right infrastructure because no one's really understood what our true needs are. What are your thoughts on that, John? I'm disappointed that um, that he'd have a chop at what council's done over the past 20 years because that's while Darren's been in council working very hard to make sure that we do get our fair share. Um, but you can always do better. Logan's got the fastest growth in, in the state um, and with that comes challenges. Um, Park Ridge is a great example. So in 2018, if you looked at Park Ridge on the list of fastest growing um, suburbs in, in the country, it wouldn't have even made the, the top 50. Um, for the past three years, it's sat in the top 10 every month um, and it's punching well above its weight. And, it's, and so many people are moving to Logan and it's in our big growth suburbs like Logan Reserve, Park Ridge and Chambers Flat that they're choosing to build their homes. Um, and infrastructure just doesn't get built as fast as houses. That's the reality. Um, and as we came out the back of COVID, as you know, everybody's been um, struggling with trying to get the, uh, the infrastructure we need out to match the amazing growth that we've had. But what we don't want to do during a housing crisis is slow down the number of houses being built. Um, and it's trying to find that tricky balance. Um, but I think we can always we can always do more and do better. Um, and especially with being able to speak to our um, state colleagues on both sides of the aisle and say, hey, look, if if every city in southeast Queensland was doing what Logan was doing, we wouldn't have a housing crisis because we're ahead of our of our housing availability and density targets. So if everyone was doing that, 
we'd be fine. So reward us for that hard work because our community is bearing the brunt of that change. Reward mm. us with great infrastructure. And then council can focus on the things that people want council to do because they we do roads, rates and rubbish, but they love it when we build pools and community centres and indoor sports facilities as well. Um, and when you focus ex- just solely on roads and water and sewer, you put aside those nice things which people really want in their community to make it a better place to live. John, uh, big emphasis on the 2032 Olympic Games, as there should be. We know that Brisbane City, Gold Coast City, Sunshine Coast pretty well sharing in the spoils there. Are you hopeful of getting a better outcome for Logan after they do that review into the games venues? Yeah, definitely. With Graham Quirk looking into it, I think we've got a, a pretty good chance. And I know when you look at where all the venues are at the moment, um, we were lucky to secure a $90 million um, indoor sports facility, um, which is sorely needed. We need more indoor courts. But I think we can still ask for more, and I will be asking for more if I'm mayor. Um, there are so many sports events happening in Brisbane and Gold Coast. It just makes sense for there to be some kind of a stadium in the middle for Logan. Um, it doesn't need to be a rugby league stadium. It could be baseball. It could be it could be another indoor sports facility, but I just think when you've got people commuting along that new faster rail that the state government's building through our city right now, wouldn't it be great if they could hop off at a different location, maybe at Beanley, and and just walk down to a a, a little bit of a boutique stadium down there and enjoy some sport and, and see the best athletes in the world perform, and and that's something that I think we should be targeting and and really going hard on the state government to get it because we've got. Um, 30% of our population in Logan is under the age of 18, and there's a lot of talent in that cohort. They could be our future gold medal Olympians. Um, we want them to have the facilities in Logan to train and to and reach their ambitions. What's your vision for Logan outside the Olympics? Tell us what your big priorities are. Mate, the main thing is about turning that potential that we've got. So when everyone sits there and talks Logan down, I want to talk Logan up. And the reason why is because you cannot beat us for our location. Everything in South East Queensland moves through our city. Um, but if, And we've got 15,000 people who moved here in the last year, um, and they're going to keep coming. We've got this unique opportunity in Logan, though, because we're only one-third built. We've still got two-thirds of our city to build out. And what I want to do is set a long-term vision by working with our community to say, to say what we want our city to look like in 2050. What sort of facilities do they want? Where are we going to put those amazing new pools, those indoor sports centres? Where are we going to put the water parks? All of this work is being done, but it's being done sort of alongside the community, to the community, and not with the community. I want to do things with our residents for the betterment of our city, and I think we can do that if we take the time to consult and actually listen to people and take them on the journey instead of telling them what we think they need. We're running out of time, John, but just quickly, tell us why people um, should vote for you. Uh, What's the biggest difference between you and, and, and obviously the candidate who will probably uh, give you your biggest battle, and that's Brett Raguse. Well, I, running for mayor isn't an idea that I came up with a couple of weeks ago. Pete, it's something that I've been thinking about for a long time. I've done everything I can to get myself ready for when Darren wanted to retire. He's done a great job. He's brought this council together, and I worked hand in glove with him as deputy mayor. But we are the youngest city in Queensland, and we need a young mayor that's full of energy and vision and wants to do the hard work and will always be on the community side and will think of what's best for them before I make any decisions. So that's my commitment to the community. Work hard, put people first, and have the energy and vision to carry this city forward for the next 20 years, not for the next four. John Raven, uh, really appreciate your time today. Thanks for joining us on 4BC Drive. Thanks, Pete. Appreciate it, mate. And happy to come back on and have another yarn with you whenever you like. Absolutely. We'll certainly, we'll get both. We might even get you and Brett on and you can have a bit of a debate. We'll work that out shortly.